Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage, where I talk with Selina Chin, the Executive Director of the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra. Set up in 1977, the orchestra also has a youth component, plays Chinese traditional music, but in its 46 years has also played 2,400 new compositions. Two weeks ago, I headed to the West Kowloon Cultural District to listen to some wonderful bands, all taking part in the orchestra's 20th Hong Kong Drum Festival. Among them were costume bands from the mainland South Korea and Africa. The orchestra also played an open-air concert in the evening. I caught up with Selena Chin at the orchestra's headquarters and rehearsal space at the Xiongwan Civic Centre where we talked about the instruments, how some of the material for the instruments has changed from python skin and how they've taken their music across the world. Xiongwan Civic Centre, and in fact, there's uh, some rehearsals going on as we speak. Yes. And so this is your, is this the whole centre for the, the whole seventh floor is the Chinese orchestra? A part of it, some is the uh, rehearsal rooms of the uh, Xiongwan Civic Centres, and some of them are our rehearsal room and office. And we, I think we have been here over uh, around 30 years. And the orchestra was set up in 1977, and we were at the Queen Elizabeth Stadium and the, the New World Hotel, that, that area before. But uh, we moved into this building around 1989-something. Now tell me about you, your own... Uh, do you also have a musical background? My career path is quite interesting. Actually, I joined the Hong Kong government as the immigration officer oh. uh, in uh, 1982, and I worked there for uh, as an immigration officer for six years. And then when I saw an advertisement saying that the uh, cultural services, we call the urban services department at that time, they uh, recruit some cultural manager. So I think, oh, this is uh, quite interesting. So I just try. And then my first posting is the Hong Kong Repertory Theatre. And then I was posed to the Hong Kong uh, Festival Service and then to the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra. But I was still a civil servant at that time. But when the uh, Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra was corporatized, we say, in uh, 2001, then the council asked if I'm interested to try this new post. So I resigned from the government as a civil servant. So I lost my pension at that time. <laughs> and then, For the love of music. <laughs> yeah, for the love of this orchestra. And then I joined the orchestra as the first executive director. And uh, tell me just briefly what you did in immigration. Oh, it's interesting. When I was in immigration, I once posed at the airport and also a marriage registry. 
and also issuance of passport. Now, the orchestra itself has been here now for 46 years. Yes. I was just last weekend at West Kowloon, and mm-hmm. there in the park was a drum festival, and that was the 20th anniversary. Can you tell me more about that? Yes, sure. I think many people will still remember in 2003, we had the SARS attack. At that time, our artistic director, Mr. Yang Huichang, think, oh, what should we do to stir up the spirit of Hong Kong? We should do something. And then he think of drum, because drum have a very, can push up the spirit of people. And also the rhythm is very strong, and he want to project some positive energy. And so we organized the Hong Kong Drum Festival in 2003 after SARS in July. I can still remember at that time we are going to organize a, a big rally at the Victoria Park. And our original plan is to uh, invite about 2,000 people from the community to join us to create a Guinness World Record. But the For, for drumming? Yes, the largest drum ensemble. <laughs> and the response is so, so, so enthusiastic that uh, more than, I think, around 3,000 people have enrolled the activity. And we were so surprised. And also we think, oh, what should we do? We only have, suppose we have one people for one drum. Uh, but we have prepared only 2,000 drums, and we called the factory in Hong Kong, <laughs> Beijing, Shanghai, and Xi'an, and whatever. Oh, do you still have drums? Say, no, we all have it. And is in Hong Kong already. Therefore, we have three more than 3,000 people at the Victoria Park, and some one with one drum, one people with one drum, and sometimes four people with one <laughs> drum. So, like, we are having a hot pot, so it's quite interesting. But people are so happy that they recreated the largest drum ensemble in 2003. And originally, we supposed to have it only for one year, but the people just love it. They say, oh, can we have it the second year? And... After that, we organized a 24 synergy drum competition each year and also a concert about drum and then for continuous of 20 years. And this year is in celebration of our 20th anniversary. So we have a very, very big gala activities. And the gala event that you attend last week is an outdoor event that we have the uh, three heritage drum groups from China and also some great uh, drum musicians from Japan, Korea, Uchibiskan, the American jazz drum, and also the Africa drums. It's quite an international event, and also with the help of the ARS technology, we have a 5G a live broadcast. So we are quite ha- very, very happy. And actually before that, we have organized uh, many drum classes in the community. So we uh, send some uh, drum teachers to the community to teach them how to play the drum and involve the kindergarten, primary school students and the underprivileged like the uh, minority groups or the, some with the, from the health center or the uh, home for the elderly. So we are so happy that it's embraced. It's all about embrace. We want to embrace different uh, walks of life of people and to have this event, to participate at this. Yeah, because, I mean, China Chem was involved in helping to sponsor, I think, on, on Saturday. But what was interesting is also I saw not only these heritage drum bands, which were extraordinary and with the costumes and mm-hmm. the, the whole movements along with 
these uh, drums and one was an absolutely huge drum that they mm. were using at the back of the orchestra very traditional mm -hmm. and um, but I also saw a group of older mainly ladies I think that, mm -hmm. that were I, I don't know whether they were they the China Chem drum band but they 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 were local hong kong definitely yes actually we have uh, we organized the 24 synergy drum uh, competition for over uh, for 20 years and each year we have uh, drum groups from uh, students elderly and also from this health center i see so that's yeah. probably one of those yes and we are happy that the china champ they organized the first corporate drum group actually they are the first corporate drum group we want to encourage more and more corporate to set up their own drum groups especially like working in the office sometimes quite bored or and uh, you need something to energize yourself so inside the office actually it's good is sometimes people say oh i don't have a drum don't worry about that you can just use the table or anything <laughs> in the pantry yes. to 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 put some rhythm and then a couple to, of chopsticks yes yes exactly <laughs> so we just want to be uh, make people happy and so that's why this event is also a happy hong kong event so we are quite uh, encouraged by the response of the people in Hong Kong here and also of course overseas because we have groups from overseas like in the UK, the uh, uh, from the United States and also from other countries, they send in the drum challenge clips to us and, up, and people actually all around the world are welcome to join this event because they can uh, just shoot their own uh, drum challenge uh, video and then upload to about websites. Now tell me about a, a couple of these mainland cultural troops mm. that were along, they were quite amazing. Yes, we invited three drum groups from the China, the heritage groups this time. They are the Ingo dance group, the from Chiu Chao, that is from the Kwantung area of China. The other one is, I think for the for the Ingo dance group, can date it back to the Song dynasty, or Ming dynasty, okay? And the other one is the Jiangzhou drum groups. They are also heritage groups and from Shanxi. And this can date back to the uh, Tang dynasty, when the king, the second, the king of the, of the Tang dynasty fight with the army in that area. So they have many, many repertoire, which is about how the king of the Tang dynasty won the army for this. And then the other group is from Shanxi. It is the Ansai waist drum that you can see they have the small drums that put on their waist. Yes. yes and with the white shirt and the red small drums. These three groups are the heritage drum groups from China. And for the waist drum, the small drum, they have two types. They have some for women only and some for men. But and the differences is for men, they are more, you can see many masculine muscles, back muscles, and the movement is bigger and hit the drum. But for the ladies, they are more, they twist, more movement in a soft, uh, softer movement. And these are the groups that invite. And I think you, you can enjoy the movement yes, yes. that day. No, I enjoyed it on, on Saturday afternoon and, and evening. But there was also, there was a group of uh, about four or five and they were quite young and they were dancing at the, in the front. But they had, um, a hat. Yeah, yeah, their hats and, and these sort of extensions and uh, sort of quite fluffy things off, off the hats and uh, lots of twisty movements and head yes. movements mm -hmm. with that. That one is from Korea, the Samuel Lorry. Ah, uh, yeah. And also they have the four different types 
types of instruments, and each instrument demonstrate or convey the message from the god, like the, the cloud, the sky, the sun, and the moon. I think it is a quite a very good chance for us to watch this kind of、uh, special types of drums and dance. I thought it was very nice at, at the West Kowloon Park that, that you had people there with blankets and picnics and、mm-hmm. and、uh, or just bringing their dogs along and just this chance to sit and listen because the, the music was also not only with the seating but、uh, also on big screens so that people could see it further back in the park. Now the orchestra itself began in 1977. So whose idea was it to create a Chinese orchestra in Hong Kong? It's quite interesting. I think at that time when we did it back to 1977, they, we in Hong Kong there is the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra, and then I think there is a team headed by Dr. Darwin Chen. They said, "Oh, we have many many performing groups, or we have a fill the Hong Kong fill for Western Symphony Orchestra. They want something different. So why don't we have an orchestra for the Chinese music?" So what was Darwin Chen's role at that time? He is the quite a senior. I'm thinking he's a assistant or deputy director of the、uh, urban services department. So they、uh, put a proposal to the urban council. So they say, "Oh, it's a very good idea. So let's have it." And then the orchestra was set up at that time, and we are very happy that they. I think it's a very good tradition of Hong Kong that they have a, even though is the orchestra is under the urban services department or the leisure and cultural services department of the Home Affairs Bureau, they give enough space for the artists to create and to plan their artistic direction. But like the guqin, the erhu,、uh, the the Chinese oboe. I mean, are these instruments that children learn? I mean, I I know that children will often learn the piano or the violin,、mm-hmm. get up to their grade eight.、Mm-hmm. But are these more Chinese traditional instruments commonly learnt by children here in Hong Kong? Comparatively speaking, still I think most of them learn piano or the Western instrument. But I can say people they are more and more aware. Of、uh, Chinese instruments, and like this, which is actually, f- of course, many people say, oh, when、uh, they want to learn a Chinese instrument, they will think of erhu、mm. or the zheng, the one, the, the zheng music. But now, I think more and more students they learn some other Chinese instrument like the the flute or the、uh, saw now, which is quite、uh, not so commonly learned before. And what is that? The saw now is just like the flute or oboe. Take kind of wind instruments in、uh, traditional Chinese instruments. And、uh, coming to this point about the, chi- the instrument, I want to mention about our own instrument researched by the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra. In tradition, erhu they use by python skin, but、uh, python. Yes, we need to protect the environment, and also especially when the orchestra to travel to many other countries is not. Permitted to enter the country, right? So, with the erhu, what part of it was python skin? You can see the the for the erhu, the sound box, the membrane before is used by python skin,、mm. and but for our orchestra, we use a biodegradable PET from the America. That kind of material. Of course, we have to test and how to do it to make it the sound is、uh, just like that erhu we have. I think we started in two thousand and six. And then about in two thousand and nine and ten, we have the whole a new set of、uh, the Hu Qing series、uh, that we brought to the Carnegie Hall and also to Brussels to perform. I think the most important thing is it keep the consistency of the the sound. 
with all these different instruments in a traditional Chinese orchestra, how do you tune when you begin? Because with a, a Western orchestra, I think it's the oboe begins with an A. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do? Oh, we use the sheng, also uh, the sheng uh, instruments to the same. And then, of course, like the same, like the Western Symphony Orchestra, we have our Erhu principles to stand up, and then the Shang play the A, and then the whole orchestra do the tuning. So there's an A as well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah. how many members are there in the Chinese orchestra? How um, many musicians do you have? We have uh, a 91 establishment, and also in four sections, the string, the plug instruments, the wind, and also the percussion. I'm talking with Selena Chin, the executive director of the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra. You started out in immigration. You've been involved. <laughs> yes. You've been involved with the orchestra for how many years then? I joined the orchestra in 1996. So you must have really seen an evolution there. Yes, yes, in different stages. Whatever decision or anything that in respect of the music size or artistic, it is our artistic directors. Yes. He make the decision. And for the management, for the administration or marketing, whatever, that's my responsibility. So tell me about your conductor for life. Yes, I think Maestro Yen joined the orchestra in 1997. And we are so happy to have him because he is actually the only one who received a, a proper Chinese music conducting training at that time. I think in 1980 or 70 something, the Chinese government, they want to have one students from the, the Shanghai Conservatory of Music, they want to they create a, a special course for Chinese music conducting and they recruit only one candidate all over from China and he's the only one. After he joined the orchestra in 1997, he had done a lot of work to work together with the orchestra to achieve so many goals. When the orchestra set up in 1977, we commissioned many composers yes. to compose new pieces for the orchestra. Yeah, because I have to say, because I'm looking at these traditional instruments, yes, you might have changed the, the makeup of the Erhu a bit, but the fact is that I'm looking at that. So I was a bit surprised to realise that you do lots of modern compositions. It's not a question of always doing historic traditional music. Up till now, we, the new commission is about 2,400. I think it's a great number. <laughs> <laughs> 2,446 years. Yes. So what would signify here, if I want to play for the listeners, something that's a bit more contemporary? Comparatively speaking, a more contemporary one is the this the Age of the Dragon. This is a, a work from the artistic director of the orchestra, the second one, Mr. Kwan Nai Zhong. He is also a very famous composer.
of course, there is also some traditional piece like the Bai Hua Yuan. It is also a very traditional percussion piece. And what does that mean? It's a kind of when you you can feel it's a like the music just playing next door. The families of people it passed from generations to generations. So I think it's different from Western Symphony Orchestra. Most of the Chinese music is about the theme. It's a theme music. It's about history, about stories, about scenery, about、uh, some emotions. That's why you can see like the Butterfly Lovers, which is quite popular. It's about the love story, and of course we have many other pieces that describe the scenery of China. And I think this is quite different from the Symphony. Music in the Western orchestra. When we look at the different instruments that make up the Chinese orchestra, they are the ones that everybody will know. Tell me about some of the un- more unusual instruments within, you know, because I, I mean, I've cited the really normal、mm, ones like the Yuhu,、okay. uh, the Guqi, and everybody sees that、mm. because it's all part of, you know, if you if you just look on YouTube and you want traditional、mm. Chinese music,、uh-huh. those are the key instruments.、Mm. So,、uh, what would, can you tell me about a couple of the more unusual instruments? I think it's the the, the、uh, easier ways to compare a Chinese orchestra with a Western Symphony orchestra. Like for Chinese orchestra, we have lots and lots of percussions.、Mm. I think far more than the Western Symphony. Like we have the bells, the, we have、uh, the gong, that kind of、uh, percussions. And f- the other sets of instruments that is quite different from the Western Symphony is the, the plucked instruments. We have different types of plucked instruments, like the pipa. So different different kinds of、uh, instruments that you pluck. Yeah. Yes, like、um, for the Western Symphony Orchestra, they don't have a pluck instrument section, right? But for Chinese、ah. orchestra, we have especially. Oh, no, you would just pluck. Oh, right, right, and、yeah. that's pluck only. You wouldn't、yes. just because you、um, like a violin, you would pluck, but、uh, but that, that's different. The, the violin is considered as a string section. Yes, just like the erhu, zhonghu, gaohu, that that's a string section. Like the Western Symphony, they have the viola, the、mm. the cello, or the violin. But we have, I like, for example, the the wind instruments. We have digi. The Chinese, the the bamboo. Uh, the、uh, sonan that is a kind of wind instrument. For the Western Symphony Orchestra, they also have a wind instrument section. The wind section, like the oboe, the、um, flute. But we have for the Chinese orchestra, we have the pluck instruments, the pluck section, the different types of instruments, which is、um, like the pipa, the zhongran, xiaoran, daran, and also the sanzan. This is all the pluck. Section you won't see pluck instrument in the Western Symphony Orchestra. 
Now, you were saying that, it, oh my goodness, in the Tang Dynasty, to play for the emperor, they would have mm. massive orchestras of yeah. a, a thousand musicians. When you play more traditional pieces, do you actually go right back to the Tang Dynasty? Of course, it's different because, like, uh, when, of course, it's difficult for one king to pass on the music of the another king, right? You, I think we can easily understand about that. So it is difficult to trace back to the music at that time. So oh, we've got a bit of music with the drilling going on at the moment. <laughs> yes, and uh, always easier to pass from father to son and son to son. Yes. Uh, yeah. So most of the Chinese music uh, nowadays is from, from the community that we call the ethnic music. Oh, is, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, past usually uh, what we play among the families, that kind of music that is the traditional Chinese. So you're going to have within you're, you're going to have a lot of ethnic music from different part different minorities within so Xinjiang, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, so from Yunnan province. Yes, so, right. yes. Yeah. I think like uh, in the for, usually for the northern part of China, the music is more strong with more wind instruments mm. louder that is from the northern part of China but for those who is softer and so with, you've got Tibetan as well yeah and with uh, uh, more string instruments soft is from the southern part of China mm. this is uh, the easiest way to differentiate <laughs> Obviously, I'm hoping that there's going to be a 21st drum festival anniversary next year. But in the meantime, if people weren't at uh, West Kowloon on Saturday, is there anywhere that they can still see the concert? Uh, they can revisit uh, our the YouTube. They're still available for a certain period. And after that, we will also upload the whole concert to our Net Concert Hall. You can just register the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra Net Concert Hall. Actually, there are many, many uh, recordings, mm. even uh, audio or visual ones in the Net Concert Hall. Feel free to register and watch our performance. 46 years on, with the orchestra now, would you say that, that traditions have changed in Hong Kong? Are there more younger members of the community learning what would be seen as Chinese traditional instruments? Yes, I see more and more youngsters learning Chinese instruments, and also they. I think when they learn Chinese music or the uh, the instruments, they know more about Chinese history, and I think it's good for them to know more about the, ex, uh, the Chinese culture as well. And the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra also has a young Chinese orchestra, uh -huh. so we we rec recruit uh, from Hong Kong. Mm. I think it's ages from they age from ten to. 20-something, and we're happy uh, that the standard is getting higher and higher. And also we have instrumental uh, class as so well. So they, they do plenty of public performances as well? Yes, that's right. And mm -hmm. they're going to have a performance this February, next February, mm -hmm. at the City Hall Concert right, Hall. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So you've got these young, as you say, t starting off at age 10 and uh, with Chinese instruments. Yes, and uh, the, of course we have a professional performance at the concert hall. The Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra is widely recognized as the cultural ambassador of Hong Kong because since 1977 we tour and travel a lot and both internationally and also in the mainland. Like for the opening of the NCPA, the National Performing Arts Center in Beijing, when they opened, the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra was the first performing arts from Hong Kong to be invited. And also it's the first Chinese orchestra to be invited. So the, uh, the status of the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra is widely recognized. 
in its artistic excellence. Apart from China, of course, we in China we perform in the northern part, in Beijing, Shanghai, in many many other provinces. And in other countries, we also travel a lot, and many of them we are the first Chinese orchestra to be invited. Yes, when we、uh, tour, like in other countries, like、uh, the, I mentioned in the Carnegie Hall, Concertgebouw, or sometimes in Europe, and also in Oslo, the and、uh, in Norway, they also、uh, give a very warm、uh, welcome. <laughs> My thanks to the executive director of the Hong Kong Chinese Orchestra, Selina Chin. I'm looking forward to returning to the Shenghuan Civic Center to chat with some of the musicians at a later date. Thanks for listening, and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. <laughs>